Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Jesus is a heartbeat. Blood inside of me. Life inside of
Hello, everyone. This is Kino Empowerment Inc. Radio, KERFM.com. And the program is Kidon Peace, Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. Hope you are doing great today. And um, we are going to be talking about standing up for the truth. And this is God's way. Last week, we had understanding wisdom, the, the, the types of wisdom. You go over that in nothing. Everything we are going to be applying wisdom. We apply wisdom in every area of our life. Very important. And if you want to call in, it's six four six 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 eight two four one three. Hallelujah. Now, as you might observe in your area, the the uh, COVID nineteen cases continue to rise and it's spreading quickly and the nation's hospitals are filling up so please we still need to take precautions we still need to follow rules and regulations practice the various rules and regulations and um, observe social distances I, believe, I know we believe in God, but there are some areas we need to apply wisdom. Okay? So we pray, but still, we need to apply wisdom. Hallelujah. Again, the COVID-19 cases continue to rise and it's spreading quickly. And uh, we are aware of the rules and regulations that was given to every one of us at the beginning. So please, let's continue to observe it and uh, apply wisdom in all our ways. Hallelujah. Today we are going to talk about turning off for the truth is God's way. You know, God is truth. And his word is truth. And it is the truth that sets us free. Hallelujah. So we are going to be reading from the book of Elijah. I hope you all know Elijah, the Tishbite, meaning he was from Tishbe, a place called Tishbe. So we all know that Elijah stood up in front of a king who was killing all of God's prophets. He walked right up to him and said, Thus says the Lord, Elijah. Thus says the Lord. And Elijah identified himself with God, knowing that being one of God's ministers, he could be killed. Yet, Elijah boldly walked up in front of all the people, and said, Thus saith the Lord, it will not rain until I say so. Since Elijah was bold enough to speak the truth, within three years, he was the central figure of that entire nation. The king was taking orders from Elijah because he stood up and spoke. Isn't that amazing? So we are going to read that from uh, the first 
King chapter 17. Just the very first verse, okay? And I'm going to read from the New King James Version. King James Version is also, I will be referring to that. And uh, of course, that very story was repeated by uh, James in James chapter 5, verse 17. Okay? So let's read uh, verse 1 now of that first thing. And I read, it said, And Elijah the Tishbite, of the inhabitants of Gilead, as the Lord lives, as the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall be no dew, nor rain, this year, except at my word. Hallelujah. Can you imagine you, you, you walk down to the king and declare the word of God? He said, as the Lord of God lives, was also a brilliant declaration. Okay? Because Elijah stood unafraid before the king of Israel, unannounced and uninvited. And he could do so because he stood before the one whose glory whose majesty and power were infinitely greater than Ahab. And he declared that there will be no dew, no rain, until he says so. Because the Canaanite belief was that only power could govern the dew and the rain. So Elijah's pronouncement was an immediate challenge. That is, who is really God and who is Bar? Is it Bar or the Lord of Lords? Hallelujah. So we see Elijah as one of was one of the of the, uh, the prophets in a long line of important prophets God has sent to Israel and Judah. Now, if you know the history of Israel, the northern kingdom had no faithful kings throughout its history. Each king was wicked, actually leading the people in worshiping the hidden gods. Now, few priests were left from the tribe of Levi. Most had gone to Judah, and the priests appointed by Israel kings were corrupt and ineffective. So with no king or priest to bring God's word to the people, God's called prophets to try to rescue Israel from its moral and spiritual decline. So for the next 300 years, they witnessed all kinds of stories. This man and the, the men and women played a vital role in both nations, encouraging the people and leaders to turn back to God. Now, those who worship God believe he was the God who brought the rains and beautiful harvest. So when Elijah walked into the presence of this bow worshiping king, 
and told him, There will be no rain for several years. Ahab was shocked. Ahab had, I mean, Ahab had built a gigantic military base and it, it it was no help against uh, it it would be no help against drought. They had many bass priests, but they could not bring rain. Elijah bravely confronted the man who led his people into evil, and he told of a power far greater than any hidden Israel. So when rebellion and all kinds of evil were at all time high in Israel, God responded not only with words, but also with action. Hallelujah. So we see that there was evil in the land. And we all know Ahab, Ahab, Ahab's uh, wives, Jezebel, how he came from the Phoenician city of Tyre. Her father had been a high priest and eventually the king. So Jezebel worshipped God the Baal in order to please her. So Ahab built a temple and altar for Baal, which promoted the idolatry and leading the entire nation into sin, into sin, plunged the entire nation into sin by the building and encouraging of worshiping of Baal. Hallelujah. So we have to stand up for our right. There are many areas you can stand up for your right, stand up for other people's right. You see it's not right. Clearly, you see that it's not right. It is what? Evil. So you stand up. So Jezebel was an exceedingly competent, highly gifted, powerful person. And she was exceedingly evil. So she was able to influence her husband, Ahab, to be wicked. Okay? So we see here that we have to stand for the truth. Standing up for the truth. And uh, there are so many of us we are so afraid to stand up for the truth. Uh, even uh, and there's, you know, Proverbs twenty nine twenty five says, "The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoever putteth his trust his trust in the law shall be saved." Many of us are so afraid, and even if our uh, People around us, maybe in our workplace or wherever we are, are talking about something that complete, completely violates everything we believe in. Most of us will not stand up for the truth because we are afraid of criticism. We are afraid of persecution. And, and although they wouldn't physically beat us up, they will look at us and roll their eyes. They wouldn't include us in their inner circle anymore. They may even begin to avoid us. Yeah, most of us 
who are Christians will not even speak the truth because politically it's not correct. So this is the fear of man and it will limit God's power in us. <clears throat> it will what? Limit God's power in us. And that is the reason why I'm talking about it right now. And one of the ways we limit God's power in us is for us not to stand up for the truth. Hallelujah. So the fear of man bringeth a snare. But whoso put his thought in Lord shall be saved. Okay? So let's uh, let's go now to First Peter chapter three from verse fourteen. First Peter chapter three verse fourteen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I have so many uh, verses, but uh, the time that I have, I will really show a few. But let's look over this few. Verse, uh, verse, verse 13 says on First Peter, he said, And who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? Verse 14 says, but if, even if you should suffer for righteousness, for righteousness' sake, that is, if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. You see? And do not be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. You see? So, First Peter 3. I want to read it on uh, King James 13, 13 and 14. He said, And who is he that we harm you if you be followers of that which is good? Verse 14 says, But, and if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are ye, and be not afraid of their terror, never, never be troubled. 15 said, But sanctify the Lord God in your heart and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. 16 says, But having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, they may be what ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ, 17 says, For it is better if the will of God be so that you suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. 18. For Christ also had once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. 19. But which also he went and preached unto the spirit in prison, and so on and so forth. So the area we need to concentrate on here, fourteen. Okay, he said, 
who and who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? But even if you even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you are blessed. You are what blessed. That's suffering for the truth. Suffering for what is right. So we believers should make sure that when we suffer, it is only because we are serving God faithfully and not because we are we have done anything wrong. So we should all, we should uh, uh, God especially honor those who suffer for doing what is right. Hallelujah. So we see God working in the life of those who are standing for the right, standing for what is truth. Hallelujah. That is suffering for right and wrong. Hallelujah. So it is the will of God to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Again, it is the it is it it is the will of God to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. The will of God. If we suffer for doing right, standing up for right, speaking up for the right, it is the will of God. Hallelujah. So let's quickly go to uh, James chapter 4. James 4. <clears throat> James 4, 17. He said, uh, he said, he said, therefore, Whosoever knows, whosoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is sin. Again, my translation says, "Therefore, to to him knows to do good and does not do it, sin." Another translation says, "Whoso who whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him, it is what." Now we we are seeing it ourselves that if we don't do what is appropriate, what is right, what is good, standing up for what is good, speaking up for what is good, we say we don't, we shy away from it, we say oh. It does not consign me. It's not part of me. I don't belong. It doesn't belong to me. We are what? Sinning. We are seeing all over the world now. We are seeing uh, all kinds of injustice. And some of us might say, well, it doesn't bother me. It's not me. Well, um, <laughs> it's not me. And uh, 
you see, you you shy away from it. You sin. You see, so you might you might not be affected, but you are not standing up for what is right. You know it is not right. You are sinning. It is a sin. James, according to James four seventeen, there are all forms of sin. See why the reason why we need Jesus. The reason why we need our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. So many areas where we sin. You see what is supposed to do. And you are not doing it. It is the right thing to do. We are not doing it. It is a sin. We are seeing all kinds of racial injustice, all kinds of killing, more we call it different names occurring and people are not just feel oh it doesn't bother me, it's not me, it's not my it's not me, this and that. So Consigned by it, not bothered by it. It's a sin. You know, it's it's not right. You know, it's no, it's not appropriate. When you bring it before the Lord, it's clearly not right. It's injustice, and yet you are not joining. You are not partaking. You are not part of it. You are not speaking. You are not standing. It is a sin. And we call ourselves Christians. We call ourselves, oh, we know God and all that. It is a sin. Hallelujah. It is a sin. Hallelujah. So one of the other verses I want to share, I have three more minutes remaining, is Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. It clearly states that we should not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due times we will reap if we do not grow weary. If you have been speaking out, be standing out, acting out for the right stuff, for the right thing, for the good of your community, of the world, of the nations, the community in which you live, you are partaking, you are doing good, doing what is right. The Lord is saying here that you should not lose heart in that good stuff you are doing. Keep on doing it. For in due time, you will reap if you do not grow weary. Yes, would there not be people talking against you? Would there not be people speaking against you? Would there not be persecution? There will be, because you are not along with them. You are not in their path. You are doing what is right. The moment we are doing what is right, there will be persecution. There will be name-calling. There will be all kinds of criticism because we are not flowing with them but against them. So for in due time, the Lord is encouraging us, admonishing us that in due time we will read 
if we do not grow weary. We will reap what? If we do not grow weary. So we have to stay strong and we have to be continuing. We have to continue to do what is right. Do that good thing which is right, which is good, which is right in the presence of God. Hallelujah. And one of the one of the area of uh, uh, of standing up for the right is loving one another, loving our neighbor as ourselves. If we keep the royal law, that is James two eight, says that if we keep the royal law found in the scripture, that is love your neighbor as yourself. We are doing right. Loving your neighbor as yourselves, we are what? Doing right. Loving our neighbor as ourselves, you are doing right. Doing what is good. And concluding with the book of John 14, 23, which says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Even that, isn't that amazing? Make our home with him. Hallelujah. So that's all I have today. So remain blessed. Please keep yourself safe till next time. Hallelujah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.